What's up, bench warmers? Welcome into episode 115 of the Fire Under the Bench podcast with Jimmy Pilato and Nico Bryant. Uh, we have a lot to get to. We're going to kick things off. Yeah, it's Halloween. <laughs> oh, Jesus. There we go. Yeah, it's it started already. Can't sit still. Um, I'm not sleeping while he's doing his high knees. I, I will say that. This is episode 115. We got football, baseball. We start off talking about the World Series, a little bit of NBA, a little bit of hockey. Um, and then we get into the pick em. It was a rough weekend uh, all around. So, yeah, I kind of want to continue this intro to see how long I can get him to do high knees. I'm already tired. I'm okay. sweating my ass off. At FBOTV pod, at Variety underscore sports underscore. Leave a five-star rating and a review. Uh, before Nico passes out, let's just go ahead. Let's get into the end. Let's ride, baby. Let's high knees for days. Let's ride. Baby, don't stay down and you never quit. Come on over here and sit on the far end of the bench. All right, it's time to put on the grit mobile. I know we're a day late. Don't don't get mad about it. Don't be upset. We're giving you a podcast. We're still giving you audio pleasure. It's fine. We're good. I just I'm coaching two sports right now, so I need to give myself a little bit of a break sometimes. And there was a ton of stuff still going on. Uh we normally record the show Mondays. This is, by the way, the far end of the bench podcast, episode 115 with Jimmy Pilato and Nico Bryant. We normally record the show Monday. I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't have been much of a of, of a host on Monday, Nico. That was about as embarrassed as I've been in the last three years. In the three years that we've had this show, two and a half years, whatever, however long it's been, it's the most embarrassed I've ever been. Most embarrassed I've ever been. And we, we almost had a victory Monday, I thought. Oh, no, Or victory Tuesday, mm. I mean. We, we could have had <laughs> that. You it know this fun. year, th- this is going to be one of the years where one of us wins and one of us loses, and that's Every how it's always going to be. Every damn week. <laughs> not just not- lose, excuse me, get embarrassed on primetime television in front of the country, <laughs> and that's both of our teams. That's the unfortunate thing. Primetime this year has My team has just done more times than yours. <laughs> yeah, thing. yeah. I was going to say, did you realize? So part of Monday, the Manning cast, they had Boomer Siasen on Boomer Esiason is the last Bengals quarterback to win a Monday night football game. Nico, that was 1992. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. That, that's a true fact? Yeah, a road Monday night football game. Road, road I was going to say, a, a, like, no shot. Not, hey, listen, we can throw in sense. the home Monday night football games, too, and it doesn't get a whole lot better. It's not that much prettier. So I could, I kind oh, of feel God. better about standing behind the other fact. But, yeah, Boomer Esiason is the last quarterback, last Bengals quarterback to win a road Monday night football game. That is wild. I'm sorry, buddy. We're starting to show off with some terrible vibes. Oh, I mean, man. I'm so sorry. I did not know that. If I'm going to be honest yeah, with you, yeah. Halloween was in full effect, and I was napping the whole game. I woke up be like, oh, they lost? Like, how the fuck did that happen? Do you get any trick-or-treaters in your in your complex there? Oh, not a soul. I just, and my, my parents didn't get a – only got a couple, too, and they got all the big candy. So, at least I had – so they gave me some. So, that was nice. Uh, it was hilarious. I asked my uh, class to like, does anybody have any fun Halloween stories? Cause I had a point. I was trying to get them to understand like telling a story has cause and effect. So I had like a teaching point. All of a sudden I half of the class raised their hand and goes, yeah, I was followed by a strange man in a van who wanted me to get in their car. I was like, I'm very glad that you didn't do that. That's that's great. Stranger danger. Stay away. And then the other half was like, yeah, I stole the entire bucket of candy. Some people left their bucket of candy out on the porch and I stole the whole bucket. I was like, you guys admit to misdemeanors pretty easily when I, (laughs) all I did was ask you a story. You guys cop to it immediately. 
Um, <laughs> you're still celebrating Halloween. Are you dressed up as? Con- are you going as Conway? Yeah, I'm Charlie what? Conway. It's a 30 year anniversary. This Oof. this this this. Don't year. say that. I know it, it's. It feels weird. It feels really weird. 30 year anniversary, and uh, Adidas is is making new ones that are more authentic than my DHK jersey. So I, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna cop a, another one because I don't want to spend three hundred dollars on this. On another jersey that looks exactly the same as this, but I may cop the Hawks one, a Gordon Bombay Hawks one. That's all I'll say. Before we get it, because we're gonna start things off with baseball, we're throwing a curveball. Ha, get it? And, and we're gonna start things off with baseball. Do we want to talk about the Avalanche reverse retro? Because we haven't talked about that. I before. like them. I told you, you I do? got one. I got you do? one. Yeah. Uh, here's I, I, one thing I, was... I will tell you: we got we flunked according to our buddies over at We the Thunder. Shout out those guys in Tampa. They were like, "I don't get it." First off, well, they don't get it because they're not great at geography. So shame on their on their history teachers. They're like, why is there a red? Or why is the sea yellow? I was like, oh my god, oh my god, it's because it's the state flag. That's why it's yellow. It That's why it's yellow. It doesn't make sense for anyone outside of us, and honestly, I don't care. I look, look, look I love. It's way the better than those license plate atrocities that the Rockies were. Absolutely, the numbers on the back are the old. Uh, 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 numbers that that Wah and Sackick wore the, the Wah jersey I have it's those numberings which I love it's it's look look I would have loved the foot the massive foot jersey but in reality everyone wants that jersey you know what everyone also wanted they wanted the Nordiques jersey and you know what happened when the Nordiques jersey came out everybody bought one and yeah. and you know what they're just they're just milking it because they know you want it they know you want it well and, you could definitely tell they didn't plan on reverse retro 2.0 they were exactly. like, we're going to send one line out there, and, and it, it took off. And, so. and, and, and also, like, it's not like we're the worst one, for fuck's sake. There was a couple ones that were like, really, this is what we're doing? The, the yeah. Hurricanes didn't even yeah. change theirs. It's the same exact jersey they've worn for three years, but with different colors. The, the 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 Blackhawks and the and the uh, not the Blackhawks the Red Wings and the, oh no it is the Red it Wings is, and the Blackhawks Black are the yeah. exact same jersey. The Lightning look like it, their jersey looks like a two year old drew it on there and, and just said fuck it we ride. So I mean in, look oh, your jersey in the interest of fairness they also they gave themselves like a D so they were high on their their jerseys either. Did you know the Vegas ones glow in the dark? Uh, the Vegas ones are nice. The the team the team is actually halfway decent this year too. But I yeah, still don't. Yeah. I'll I'll never buy a jersey. But those are nice. So we'll say that. All of those trolls that are Vegas Golden Knights fan diehard first time long time Vegas Knights fan. You yeah, know. Knights fan since birth, right? Yeah, they could sit in their mom's basement and they can glow in the dark now. That's awesome. Yeah, no, my, I mean, obviously my favorite were the Ducks ones. I love the Ducks ones. Yeah. I, I look, I like the Bruins ones. That's a, the the the, no. the poop here. <laughs> I thought it was kind of interesting. I didn't hate it. But, it's but, just because but, it's the bees. I can't. Yeah, it's just because it's them. But, yeah, I honestly, it was kind of underwhelming, if I'm being honest with you. There was a couple hits, but a lot of them were like, oh, you could have probably done better. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't great. But, like I said, they were like, oh, shit. Well, first off is Adidas' last jersey contract. So they didn't really care all that much anyways. And then they were – really just planning on one line of reverse retro jerseys. And then they're like, well, this was popular. Well, can, what can we try and do now? Let's make a sequel. Let's run it back. Just like everything else now. Just and the sequel more money, right? <laughs> sequel was not great. See, all I'm saying kinda... is if the Ducks did this jersey, but like white as a reverse retro, I would cop that so fucking quickly. I have, what if they did a District 5 
That's, what, retro. that's what I'm saying. Like this, this logo. No, no but I, not, I mean, not with the duck, like the old school, just the this, district. Listen, oh, this is the D5 one. The, 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 it says the D5 there. No, I know, They're, but before they got the duck mascot, like way, like when oh. Emilio Estevez just showed up. With like, yeah, oh, I think they were red. Where they all wore hockey or football helmets, and yes. were, and, and the goalies but, wore the Flyers jersey. But a play, well, no, just like a play on the because I think the the initial jersey was like red, a red penny, a red penny with it black number. They were they were just the fucking ghoul hooligans. Like I mean, it could yeah, they could but easily. They, I they, feel they, like they, you could do a bad news bear. They could do anything about this, literally anything, and I'll fucking buy it. I don't care. Yeah, no, <laughs> you I, can time me in real quickly with that. Or they just can't make the, that. The have you gotten in? Did you watch the second? Se- I didn't realize they were going to make a second season of the series. I know you didn't I like the first one episode, season. and I was like, okay, this is bad. I tried liked, it again. I didn't mind the first season. The second season is a little tough. That's all. Awesome. It's a little tough. All right. Uh, let's get into what we're actually here for. Uh, before we get into, we're talking about the World Series. Our World Series segment is going to be brought to you by our network, the Variety Sports Network. Follow them at Variety underscore sports underscore. Uh, if you're following them on all your podcasting platforms, all the new shows are downloaded immediately to your own phone. Um, and we have a couple more sponsors that we'll bring up throughout the rest of the episode. But we're talking about the World Series, and it's great because you've been watching, you've been paying attention. I have, I have not some, been paying somehow, attention. Somehow, some way, I have. I know it's weird, right? I have. Yeah. It's so the, you're the, you're gonna have to you're explaining it to me and to all of our listeners what's been going on. What have we been missing? So it was a one-one series going back to Philly. There was a rain delay on on Mon- or on on Halloween. I think it was my Halloween, or it might have been on Tuesday. Either way, before Game Three, uh, um, there was there was a rain delay, and and they had they postponed it to the next day, and then Game Three happens, and man, you, if if you're a baseball fan at all, and, and and you're watching that game, you you had to like it a little bit because the gamesmanship of baseball was in full display, and and look. The, the pitcher, Lance McCullers, was a pitcher in game three, and the dude was telling pitches, and I could tell was telling pitches. The guy, the guy was, the guy was uh, uh, when he was pitching, if it was a fastball, his, 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 his uh, uh, glove was close to his face. If it was a curveball or whatever, or off speed, the pitch was lower. They don't need no trash cans in Philadelphia. they just, they just going to read it off the pitcher. And they pop him for 6-0. Bryce Harper hits a bomb. Bryce Harper's on his way to getting the World Series MVP if they win. Dude has been balling the hell out. And then you see him go over and talk to Alec Bohm, who's the guy at the beginning of the year, if everyone remembers. The guy who said, I fucking hate this place. I want to leave. Yeah, that guy that mumbled it under his breath. He comes up after Harper and is like, after Harper hit the home run, be like, hey, He's fucking telling his pitches. Swing for the fences when he when he brings it up or brings it low, and he did. And Bohm hits a back to back homer. I look, the, the, I'm I'm all aboard with Phillies win. I am. I, I don't like either team, but I hate Philadelphia less. And and that's a, saying a lot. I know it's saying a lot. And, and look, I always have a soft spot for Philly because of Roy Halladay. And 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 when we were younger, they were a good team. And I didn't hate them. So and Roy Halladay and Brad Lidge. So. Now that they're good, now I don't hate it. And when you're playing the trash throws and you're tipping pitches, but not by using an Apple Watch or, or a little her beat monitor, you know, it's kind of funny when 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 it co- when it goes around uh, comes around, huh? I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I had a new tattoo. My wife they want to my chest to be that's exposed that's to the world. Yeah, too funny enough. Uh, I don't think that it's there. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that it's there. When you're a major league pitcher and you have a tell like that, and I'm in the World Series, Jimmy. In the World Series, yes. 
Yeah. You work so hard on trying to make everything look the same and like everything's coming from the same angle for it to literally be the two inches between. And, and it's true. I'm not saying that what you're saying, you're making up or anything. Literally, it could be just the difference between here and here. And it's a totally different pitch. Or, you know, some guy is when he throws a fastball, he's automatic on the grip. Or when he's trying to mess it, mess with you, he's changing up the grip a little bit. Like There are things that are. That's the beautiful thing about baseball. That's why people got so upset about the Astros initially, because they took away the integrity of the sport. Baseball is all about trying to figure out what's coming next. It's not like you're not sitting in the dugout and everybody's watching. I'm sure that eight of the Phillies players were able to see, oh, gloves up here, gloves down here. That's fine. But it's yeah. when you are you have some eye in the sky sitting in the scoreboard with binoculars going, okay, buzz, 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 stop, buzz, buzz, buzz. If you have to learn Morse code to try and pick signs, that's bad. That's not okay. It, it really it really might be so funny, Jimmy, that, that the Astros may lose three World Series to three teams in the same damn division within five years of each other. And they are – that they are. plus the teams out of that division – should they were never expected to be in that situation? Oh, none of them were. None of no. them. The Phillies were the worst record game in the playoffs. They sure. they what game one sixty or something or one sixty two was the last game that they barely got in. They <laughs> like only they won to... twelve more games than they lost. They were eighty seven and seventy five. And here they are, one game or two games away. From the Astros were one hundred six yeah. and fifty. The Astros possibly had the greatest regular season in MLB history, one hundred six and fifty six. They killed people as we sit right now we're recording during game four philly leads 2-1 in the series but it's 0-0 we'll keep I'll, I'll keep the score up and we'll get some periodic score updates um it's kind of the only thing that i will say not that i it surprises me how poorly they're marketing or like that's so I didn't even know that the World Series started last Friday. I didn't really like. Think, I, think I'm so the, occupied with everything else going on. It, think about the, think about this for a second. So Tuesday night, right? Tuesday night, there was four different sporting events on national television. There was Maction on ESPN. There was NHL on Tuesday Tuesday night NHL on ESPN. There was the World Series on Fox, and there was TNT Tuesday night NBA. I don't know the ratings off the top of my head, but I guarantee you the World Series is not number one. I, I, do, I doubt it would be top three. I, I, I think it's I, just... I, I think the NBA probably passed them, and I honestly think maybe Maxion did because everyone fucking loves Maxion for whatever reason, and, and it's sad. I, like, look, the, the, I was listening to um, Altsy this morning, and they were like, "What does baseball have to do to get me interested in the World Series?" And there's one thing: it's my team playing. Think about it. Like outside of if, if the Phillies were not in the World Series, do you think anyone in Philadelphia right now would give a shit about the World Series right now? No, we Fuck wouldn't have no. seen the Phillies play unless they were in the World Series. That's yeah, exactly. We no. we talked about that with Christian at the very beginning of the season. Like it's a regional sport outside of three markets, outside of Los Angeles, Boston, and New York. And even to a point, and, like like I, I don't know if I'd still watch it if it was Dodgers no, versus Yankees. Like, no, and, and to be honest, too, like we to be fair to the Phillies. I'm not. I haven't watched an Astros game either. True. Uh, it's 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 just. Uh, and the Astros have been one of the best teams in baseball for like, Chief Skittle or not. Still one of the best teams in baseball for the last five six years, and they mm-hmm. just keep retooling. Like 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 it, it's it's like like I, at least they were smart and they adjusted the schedule around football. But now considering the rain delay, they have 
the World Series, the, the Phillies, Jimmy, could clinch the World Series on the same day as Thursday Night Football that the, that the Eagles are playing on. Oh, the, the, I, the city's not – city ain't ready. I don't city know ain't ready. I, I mean, the Phillies have to win on Wednesday night, but Thursday night, as you're listening to this, could be the clincher, and that could be – the, the Eagles could win and the Phillies. Eagles go 8-0, or maybe it's 9-0. It, it, it would be 8-0. 8-0, whatever. And the Phillies clinch the World Series on the same day. I think the city may burn. <laughs> we're just uh, we're gonna have to send in the national guard. I don't think that it's, we're gonna let's not fuck around. Let's just go bring out the big guns right away. Let's scare these people. If you don't scare them initially, they're just gonna stay there. They're, they're not leaving. They will stay there until six a.m. eight a.m. Shoot the first person so that everybody else falls in line, <laughs> and they're still not gonna stop. It's just gonna maybe slow them down a little bit. Yeah, get some get some BB guns and just 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 let 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 like like some paintball wars and just let let it loose on a guy. Make sure he's alive. Make sure everything's fine. Set the tone, and then maybe everything will be calm. I don't. It's still no, still no. Adrian, Adrian. Uh, I might have to watch Rocky if Philly goes eight no and clinches the World Series on the same day. I might have to watch Rocky just to. I, I I don't know if the Sixers and the Flyers play on on Thursday as well. I know the Flyers play on Wednesday. If they Man. all four play, I'll fuck around and do a Philly parlay. I I talk so much shit about that state. I might I'll I'll, I'll rat it. I don't know. I am I'm, I'm not sure. Um, anything else? Kind of. Oh, the other thing. Since we are on the topic of baseball. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. Nolan Arenado did not opt out of his contract. So he is he kept his contract in place, which means that coming up this next season, Iron Man Chris Bryant, highest paid Rocky. Guess who's the second highest paid Rocky? Nolan Arenado. Because we decided it wasn't good enough to give get rid of our generational infield. We had to pay half of his salary along with it. And you wonder why we don't cover baseball on the show. <laughs> right, like, like, like I, I've, I've heard from people. I have cover the World Series, cover the World Series, cover the World Series. I just did for you, and 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 that's as much as I'm gonna get. <laughs> that's the only positive baseball talk that we have because now it just gets to, into. I don't even think that we're looking to make a free agent deal. Like the Monforts right now are in. They're in bartender free agency. They're not in baseball free agency. They need a new rooftop bartender. I don't even know if they do, but like, that's what they're focused on. Or let's knock out this section of the ballpark and put a new restaurant in there because we can literally print money with bringing people out to the stadium. That's why we can't have less than 162 games, but we can't, we can't invest money in the actual team. What are you doing? We don't play baseball here. We acquiesce to the Cubs fans. We acquiesce to the Yankees fans when they come here. That's all. That's all. And Cardinals fans, Cubs fans, uh, um, you can name any team basically, and they will more than likely fill out the stadium more than they will with their own team's fans. Yeah, I'll have to go on the seventh inning stretch. Uh, Logan asked me to go on last night when I I had my class, so I wasn't able to do it. But I'll go on the seventh inning stretch, and and I'll lament about Colorado baseball because it's just bad. I wish it was good. I wish it was good, but – you know, like I said, it's it's hard to follow a sport when your team is this bad and when it's competing with literally three other sports at the same exact time, right? Literally yeah. three, maybe like three three sports, five leagues. <laughs> Think about that. Like college basketball is starting too. <laughs> yeah, college right? basketball is starting. I mean, and, I mean, and uh, I mean, 
do we want to put do we want to go there logan paul anderson silva might have pulled more viewers than the world series oh my god i'm sure it did and, and i didn't even fucking watch that shit oh, I, oh man i'm glad Nate diaz is next by the way i'm still not gonna fucking watch that shit, i'm not so. gonna I'm not gonna watch it I've, I've bought one jake paul fight in my life and that's that's enough of a black state that was the record. that was the wasn't the it wasn't the tyson one what was it the, was yeah it was the tyson roy jones one where i also got, got a snoop dogg concert in the middle of it i was so confused <laughs> I was like, and he huh? fought nate robinson <laughs> Did it, yeah. Yeah. Nate robinson. yeah yeah nate robinson. Nope, I, I bought that card too. and then nate robinson getting knocked out and i was like i'm did I, think, did I accidentally now. start tripping acid? This is the weirdest experience I've ever had in my life. That's boxing for you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> did I really just watch Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. go body blows for three rounds? This is stupid. And a no tie. wonder I don't have a girlfriend. A tie? <laughs> and, a tie? Yeah. and they ended in a tie. No wonder I don't have a girlfriend. It's just it's it's all over the place here. Um, before we get into it, we're gonna look at the college football rankings because guess what? We have the playoff rankings. We're back into the playoff ranking uh, portion of the season. This is brought to you by our new sponsor here at the Variety Sports Network, SeatGeek. This is the SeatGeek college football playoff rankings. Uh, Download the SeatGeek app, and when you make your first purchase, if you've already made your first purchase, if you already have the app, it doesn't apply to you. But if you have not, download the app. When you make your first purchase, use promo code BSN, and you'll get $20 off your first purchase, and a little bit of that goes back to the Variety Sports Network. I use the hell out of SeatGeek, too. So, if you, like I said, if you you want to go to a World Series game and you live in Philadelphia or live in Houston, you can use it. You're you're definitely going to want the $20 off. I mean, $600 tickets. You're going to want the $20 off. It's like, where, where was this when you were paying three quarters of your paycheck for the Stanley Cup? I know, right? I could have really used that $20 off of the $1,300 ticket. Because then you could have paid for parking. I know, right? Who would look crazy, right? Uh, all right. College football playoff rankings. Here we go. You want to go descending or, or Let's go. T- give, give me ascending. I don't know what the fuck that means, but one, one through ten. Okay. Tennessee, no. Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, Alabama, TCU, Oregon, USC, LSU. So right off the bat, there's two glaring, glaringly obvious things to me. One, TCU has zero chance of making a college football playoff. Zero. I, yep, I'll say it. Zero. They don't care. Bama will not, unless they lose another game and the craziness happens, TCU can go undefeated and they will not make the playoff. I will. I will write that undefeated off right conference, now. undefeated Power Five conference champion, Nico. Yep. Yep. That's not happening. I'm I'll telling tell you right you, now, that's not happening. And I'll tell you why. Why right, right now, Jimmy? Because of motherfucking Clemson and these bums that haven't played anybody. Clemson will walk through this cakewalk of a schedule in the ACC and beat everybody. Barely beat everybody, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter who they play. It doesn't matter. Clemson going in over TCU. Clemson and TCU right now. If they're both finished undefeated conference champion, you think Clemson's going in over TCU? Yes, because of who they are. Because of who they are, Jimmy. Because they are shit. They are shit. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm. I I think it's the wrong choice, but it's because of who Clemson is, Jimmy. That's why they're above Michigan. Before you go any further. Before it you go any further, me. let me let me tell you this. I I would rather TCU, TCU win the playoffs. TCU right now, if they go undefeated, as it stands right now, if they go undefeated, win the conference championship, they would have beaten 
number 18, Oklahoma, 55-24, number 19, Kansas, number 8, Oklahoma State, number 17, Kansas State, and it would also give them a win over number 24, Texas, and then probably they either beat uh, Oklahoma, Kansas, Oklahoma State, or Texas again in the conference championship. So that's five ranked wins. Let me there remind you, Jimmy, no I'm not disagreeing in, with you. But I'm telling you, there's no way in hell, like as shitty, as so stupid as the playoff coming. committee is, they are not putting Clemson in over a TCU team that has that resume. I'm telling you right that I'm telling you that right now. An Jimmy, undefeated Jimmy, Jimmy. TCU team is number three in your college football playoff. Okay, okay. Then let's have this other conversation. Okay. Does TCU get in over a one-loss Alabama team or one-loss Georgia team? A one-loss Alabama or one-loss Georgia? No. But I'm telling you, if it's the scenario between Clemson and TCU with that resume, it's TCU all day. And it's but 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 no, think about it like this. The way the college football playoffs is set up right now, there's a reason why Cle- they put Clemson at four because they fucking dick ride them every year, Jimmy. I don't want it to be this way, but they do. They do. It doesn't matter who they have. Donald Sweeney pays off those motherfuckers every year, and they're put in the top four. They should not be top five. They should not. But because of the, this first ranking alone, all it tells me is this. One, if Tennessee loses to Georgia – that automatically gets rid of TCU right then and there because Tennessee has a much better argument as well over over uh, uh, TCU. There's a bummer for that. So TCU, to make it, needs Tennessee to win out, Georgia to lose a game, and Alabama to lose another one. And then maybe they'll get in because then, then the conversation comes up being like, well, Clemson undefeated. So I guess they're number three. Then the fourth spot comes down to one loss Georgia versus undefeated TCU. That's if the unfortunate lost, thing. If That's it's the unfortunate thing. Or, champion, Georgia, or, yes. Or make it worse. One loss Ohio State, Jimmy. Or maybe one loss Michigan. TCU is not making a college football playoff. I hate to say it, but they aren't. Like, like I, I wish I could I wish they could, but the way this first this first ranking came out shows me exactly that. And I hate it. I fucking hate it. That's why we need this 12 team playoff. But we what this ranking just showed playoff. me. I don't disagree with you there, but I just can't. If the playoff committee ignores the resume of TCU, then we have much bigger. I will come on here. I will do. You know how long it took Cincinnati to get in, Jimmy? And you know how Cincinnati and TCU are not the same. I know they're not the same. I know they're not the same, Jimmy. But unless you're a blue blood from the Big Twelve, like an Oklahoma was, it's going to be very, very tough. Very tough. And I hope they get a chance. But but right now, as it sticks. Look, look, if, if Georgia beats Tennessee, if Georgia beats Tennessee, then 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 that completely nixes them completely. Tennessee has a better argument and Alabama have a better argument. Then the thing is, okay, Tennessee beats Georgia this weekend. Georgia's one loss. They still have a spot in the SEC championship. They win the SEC championship. If if Tennessee beats Georgia, it's Tennessee. Tennessee's on the same side as Alabama. No, Tennessee is on the same side as Georgia. They're both in the east. I thought they were on the same side. I don't no, know. It's, it, I don't whoever know. wins either, this game plays Alabama in the SEC championship. Either way, the, 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 then you get then out then Tennessee has to beat Alabama twice. Or yeah. Georgia has to beat Alabama again after they what they did last year. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I wish they could, Jimmy. I think but Alabama's they, gonna lose. But the committee game. I don't does think not that say Alabama, that. this is not a this is not the untouchable Alabama team that we saw from it's two not. Years. I agree. It's not I think that I they're agree. gonna lose. I th- I don't think they win the SEC. I think Georgia or Tennessee win so the SEC this year. I, I don't I don't think so either. I'm not disagreeing. And that means that Alabama then has two losses, so they're out of the conference. Yep, I agree. I agree. I, I, I agree. think that so the way that I'm picturing this, I honestly thought the sticking point was gonna be LSU at number 10. 
because oh, what I the fuck are they doing at number ten? I don't know. I don't know. At, I, I have no idea. At six and two, I don't think that they there's. Brian Kelly's paying them off, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I would put a, a six and two Utah team or maybe a seven and one L, UCLA team ahead of LSU, but that's just me. Uh, uh, the way so, I see this so, working so, so out, this the way that this is going to work out. Ohio State and Michigan are going to are going to beat the shit out of each other. Whoever wins that game is going to win the Big Ten, and then they get the automatic spot from the Big Ten. Yep. The winner of the SEC is going to get the two, or the one and two is going to be one the SEC well, champion and the Big Ten champion. I think that TCU, if they're undefeated and win the Big 12, they're three. And then you have the debate of Clemson. I think that Clemson's much closer to being left off because they have not played anybody and have no ranked wins and don't have a – here's the thing. TCU's got Will Duggan, who's in the Heisman conversation, is probably going to be invited to New York right now. And then Clemson doesn't have a quarterback and doesn't have a signature win. TCU's got five signature wins. I'm not disagreeing with you. I know. I'm, make sure I'm, I'm, not, very I'm not trying to convince you. I'm trying to make convince sure. Convince the fucking I just, committee. I want, yeah, convince the committee. These fucking idiots were putting Clemson on the field no matter what. If Clemson wins out, it's all about their due diligence. I want our listeners and the Variety Sports Network listeners to do their due diligence. If the college football playoff committee leaves out TCU over for Clemson, we need to make sure that there is – I don't know what Clemson will lose by probably lose by fifty to either of those two teams too. Also, it, yes. it's not for the competition. It's not for the parity level. It's just for the sake of there's no reason. Like I, I, going Jimmy, based not, off of the committee's standards that they've set, conference champion record, resume, resume is that is right there. And you can't tell me, like, the best win, I, I have their schedules pulled up right now. Jimmy, Jimmy, so you and I both you... know that the standards of the college football committee does not give a fuck because they yeah. just care about what's going to bring the fucking ratings. And I'm sorry. They know. They, I, I wish it was like that. I really do. It should finish out like that. But right now, as it stands right now, if Georgia loses to Tennessee this weekend and they're a one-loss team, they will have a better chance of getting in over TCU. That's the fact that matter is they lose to the number one team in the country. And then you have Tennessee, you have uh, uh, Ohio state slash Michigan. And then you have, I'll just say Clemson for the time being. And then the last spot, because it's either the last, last two spots come down to TCU. It comes down to Clemson. It comes down to Michigan. Who's a one loss team. And it comes down to uh, Georgia. Who's a one loss team. And right now, I think Georgia and Michigan also have a better better chance too if they're one loss teams. I don't think Mich- it depends on what happens in the in the in the in the Michigan Ohio State rivalry game. Because if Ohio State rolls them, then there's no shot. Michigan win- loses on a field goal, then a conversation starts to happen. This is why the college football playoff committee doesn't put out rankings until week ten because we get to argue about them initially, and then we still have everything that we're talking about. We need like three more weeks of the season to pass. So I don't know why we're arguing the way that we're arguing because it doesn't – if TCU fucks up against Texas TCU or Clemson needs fucks Clemson up against – TCU if needs Clemson, Clemson fucks up against Notre Dame or Louisville. Yeah, I just – I'm saying like any of these teams that we're talking about right now are all likely to have some mental lapse. If any of them have a mental lapse, everything that we've been arguing about for the last 15 minutes doesn't even mean anything. So I, I, this is why the college, NCAA does it this way. This is why the college football playoff committee does it this way. But it's also really ridiculous that they do it like this. Um, I do want to make sure that I, I agree. Like Will Duggan should be in the Heisman conversation right now. 
what he's and done. Hooker, number one, and number the, two. Yeah. Obviously, just Stroud as well. I would we say those we gave Jalen Hurts his flowers when he stuck out and, like, did things the right way in, in college. Because with everybody, the transfer portal and, and not getting your starting spot and then leaving – like, I think of a guy like Quinn Ewers, and that's why I love the fact that TCU gets to play Texas here in a couple of weeks. Because Will Duggan, he had to earn the starting job. And then when they were doing all of the testing for COVID and everything like that, it was found out that he had some rare heart condition and had to come back from that. And then when he did come back, his coach got fired and he lost his starting job again. He was not the starting quarterback when they went out there against TU in week one. First quarterback goes down, the guy that they picked over him goes down, he comes in, and now they're 8-0 in the conversation for both the Big 12 championship. And then if they win the Big 12, they would also be able to win uh, and be into the college football playoff like that. Will Duggan deserves his flowers and the fact that he stuck it out and is trying to do things the right way. I think that we have to give him the props. I I absolutely agree. I I hope he is there, one of the top – was did they bring three or they bring four? Whatever it is, top yeah. three there uh, at the at the College Football Hall of Fame there and gets a chance to. He probably won't get his name called. He'll probably still be Henry Hooker, probably be Stroud or or Stroud. That's that's the two front runners right now. But I think he deserves a, a seat there. I just think yeah, I just think he should be there. Um, <clears throat> last thing that we have to touch on before we move off of college football, uh, Michigan, Michigan State. Like it's still a rivalry. First thing, Michigan State. Where was all that fight on the field, big dogs? Like, all bark, no bite. <laughs> uh, but that's also the dumbest, stupid setup. I, I get it. One tunnel. I, it's been, it's it's been that way for 95 years. I know. It's, it's been that way for, for get smart. a very long time. They have Buffalo and, and who are they fucking like? The Packers. One tunnel. What are we doing yeah. here, guys? Get smarter, <laughs> but also, like, I listen to Bustle with the Boys. I listen to Taylor Luan's thoughts on it. Um, those Michigan players definitely aren't hundred percent innocent, but that's not the, the way that situation worked out. Like those Michigan state players, anybody that you can clearly see the back of their, like their last name on the back or of their, their plate or their number. Done. They're done. They're done. They're no, they're no I think you program. lose. I think you lose your scholarship. I think you get cut from the team. And, and I think that you have, this to, is Mel Tucker's chance to set the tone. He really, he's, he's just been a mediocre coach and is getting paid lots of money. What are you going to do when you get faced with this with this thing, right? What are you going to do? Because because right now, I'll tell you, I know what Mark D'Antonio would have done. I know exactly what he would have done. Those guys would have not seen the light of day and would not have another piece of Michigan State clothing on their back. So let's see. Let's see what he does. Let's really see what it does. I, I, like I said, it, it's, it's bad. It's very, very bad. Those guys, no one, not everyone's innocent in the thing. But when you jump a guy with with four guys around him, there's this is football. You're swinging helmets at somebody that this doesn't have protection either. Like it's assault. I mean, it was assault when Miles Garrett when Miles Garrett did it. It was assault when Aaron Donald did it. It's still assault in this situation too. It's it's a bad it's a bad look, and it takes away from the fact. Well, we should be talking about Michigan. That's a damn impressive win that Michigan just did. It's first time now. Michigan has the chance to beat Michigan State and Ohio State. I think for the first time since 2010. Uh, something he stupid like that. that. Well, I mean, <laughs> everybody's been talking about it. So, <clears throat> but this is the first year that Harbaugh has the chance to beat both of his rivals. And we've been very vocal on this podcast. There's been other shows that have been vocal about it too. Like going into the COVID year after they had that terrible season, I thought that Harbaugh should have been fired going into that year. When you can't beat Ohio state or Michigan state at a place like Michigan, where that's literally the only two things that you have to do every single year to keep your job. I thought that it was time to move on from them. 
clearly I had been wrong up until this point. I think Michigan, the way that they have looked, they have a very good shot of beating this Ohio state team. Like it's not going to, the only thing that makes me hesitant that I think it could swing back this rivalry very rarely goes like the, the dominance that Ohio state showed for so long, that doesn't happen all that often. This rivalry does really go back and forth and back and forth. And sometimes like, the upsets are a plenty in this rivalry series. So I don't necessarily think that it, Michigan's going to become dominant and it's in the horseshoe this year. So it's going to be That's difficult. Makes it a hundred times more difficult. That right there is, is the nail in the coffin, in my opinion. Like I said, I, I think it's going to be very, very tough. That team last year for Michigan was much, much better defensively, in my opinion. And that's Defensively, why they're, yes. they're better at running the football. This offensive line better is better than their offensive line from last season. Absolutely. And their offensive but, line was really good last year. But can they run the football as good as uh, as, as, as C.J. Stroud and this Ohio State offense can, can put points on the board? And that's the question. Because that offense has looked in the first looks, half against looked, uh, the last week. two weeks hasn't been the most impressive. It's not it the, most, the impressive most impressive Ohio State offense. Agree. But it's still one of the best offenses in college football. So, and, and you lost a lot of defensive pieces, a lot. So that's where the question really comes to that matchup. The only like opponent that they've had is Penn State. And I would say Michigan's, Michigan yeah, looked be a lot better against Penn State than Ohio State did. But that's also, I mean, <clears throat> the – a couple of the teachers that I work with now are Ohio State fans, and they did make a good point. Like all of these teams that Ohio State is playing right now, all they care about is beating Ohio State. They they literally spend from fall camp up until the day that they play the Buckeyes trying to beat Ohio State. And yep, I don't know if you have that same feeling when when you play Michigan. So the teams after that what play happened Ohio, last year, I would beg to differ. That's your after what happened last year. Yes, maybe, oh, yes. but. It, this has been an ongoing thing like these programs for in the big 10 for so long i would say illinois probably has been like all we have to do is try and beat ohio state like all we're doing is trying to beat ohio state penn state is in that same boat um i'm drawing a blank with all of the other big 10 schools but like those teams wisconsin all they try to do is beat ohio state um so it's it's interesting iowa iowa, iowa tries to beat ohio state all the time college football is it's getting to the fun part of part. It of the year. Fun I cannot wait for bowl season. I can't. Dom also, here's the stupid thing. We're going to have Dom back. We're gonna, we got to have Jeremy back for a college football pick, and we're not going to pick all of the bowl games. We're going to pick a select few of the bowl games this time. I'm not editing five hours worth of, of audio and video well, again. Um, <clears throat> he wanted pyrotechnics. <laughs> He wanted a Cody Rhodes entrance. I was like, what the, where do you think? This First off, like we have, yeah. I have the pyrotechnics in this building. Good First Lord. off, we don't have a camera to record in person right now. That's why we've been doing Zoom. Yeah, that's what happens when you when you have a divorce. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I lost the camera yeah. in the divorce. Um, and, and two, if we put pyrotechnics in Nico's apartment, he's getting evicted. I, my neighbors already hate me. You think I was light off fireworks in this fucking place? He was maybe, like, I want Cody Rhodes. Maybe if we song. do it over Zoom, we'll give you a fucking background with fireworks popping up behind you. And that's about as close as we can do. Yeah. Um, but no, college football is getting very exciting. That's a look at your SeatGeek college football playoff rankings. Download the SeatGeek app when you make your first purchase. You code BSN and you get $20 off your first purchase. Um, let's move. We'll go basketball and then a little bit of hockey and and we'll finish up with some football and and get things rolling here. Uh, We're, by the way, before we get there, just a little teaser here. We are dead even in the pick'em. I know I went six and oh, yeah, I went six and oh. I had a two game lead going into the weekend. 
trash weekend for both of us. I, I, I lost of us the went Broncos over. game too. You did, yeah. No, so I did. I lost the Broncos game. I lost the the Rams game. I lost the Giants game. It was not a good weekend for me. But you didn't go over five hundred. You were three and three because you you screwed yourself. You got cocky and you said, "I'll take the Bills plus the points." And if the Bills don't cover, I know, Jimmy. I know. And I fucking lost by half a point. Mm -hmm. I had a parlay too that hurt me in multiple ways. I was like, "You motherfucker, take the field goal! Come on, go!" I was losing my mind. Yeah. So we we're gonna get into that, but before we do, basketball. Tell me, catch me up because I I haven't watched basketball. Steve Nash has been fired. Yeah, I saw that. And 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 and, uh, 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 uh. Fired or Kyrie mutually agreed to part ways? Yeah, mutually, mutually agreed. Uh, Kyrie Irving is saying anti-Semitic remarks. And and the Nets are now going to hire Ime Udoku. <laughs> yeah, yeah, welcome to – that's one team, Jimmy. One is that, team. Is, isn't that a void of con- breach of contract? No, no, no. There's, there's a lot of things going on. So let's, let's backtrack here. Once Steve Nash gets fired, he's a scapegoat guy. KD, during the summer, he requested a trade. He said, it's either Nash or me. Well, they didn't get rid of Nash. And they said, we're not getting enough back for you, so we're not trading you away. And then six games in, six, one six, or not not one six, just one, two, three, four, five, six. Six games in, he gets fired, which, which, and it's funny. They they fire him the next day, they lose by 30 to the Bulls. So obviously, who's at fault now? So you do that. And then the news, and and then while this is all happening, Kyrie Irving posts post some anti-Semitic uh, uh, words on his Instagram, and and and, and basically he just just comes out. And when he gets asked about an interview, he said everything I, I everything I post is my beliefs. I was like, hmm, this is interesting. All right, a guy that everyone already fucking hates, a guy that's a cancer lo- to locker room, a guy that's just a fucking piece of shit in general. The guy that <laughs> yeah, that guy yeah, he's just not doing this, so he's doing that to the team. And then, and, and then the, 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 after you fire the fire Steve Nash, the rumors come out, you want to go get Udoku. <laughs> yeah, that guy, that, 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 that is also um, has sexual harassment charges against him currently from, from members of the Celtics. And the thing here is, the reason why they can do this is because Udoku was not suspended by the NBA, Jim. He was suspended, oh, he was suspended, by, suspended by the Boston by the Celtics. <laughs> he was suspended by the Celtics. So currently, he's a free fucking man. They can trade his rights away. Coaches get traded. As weird as that sound, NBA coaches get traded. So they can trade his rights away for a fucking second round pick if they want. So, and he can coach right away and go coach off the street on Saturday night. So th- they're working out the details, and that's the rumor right now. And, and think about this, Jimmy. Look, we, we, we think we have it tough as Broncos fans, uh, uh, as Bengals fans, as, as, uh, as, that's uh, the biggest the shit fans. show of all time. That's and the, one, that's, it, it, in 12, in 12 months, Jimmy, here this is what happened. James Harden requests a trade, gets traded for Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons doesn't play all fucking season, gets ridiculed for not shooting the ball. Then okay, that and we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Then you get to the summer and KD requests a trade. Says he's not happy with the system. Oh, and then two days later, Kyrie Irving requests a trade. Oh, two days later, four a week later, excuse me, uh, Katie and Kyrie said, we're not happy with Steve Nash, and we need a new head coach. Months, be- uh, season starts. <laughs> Kyrie does the anti-Semitic uh, uh, remarks on his Instagram. Two days later, Steve Nash gets fired. 
three days or one day later, same day, Ima Yudoku is, is in the front runner for that coaching position. <laughs> you want to know how not to run a, an organization? Look exactly what Brooklyn is doing. Because <laughs> ever since KD has left Golden State, he, has, he, 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 he went to Brooklyn to be away from the drama. Because Golden State, there was too much drama with Draymond Green. He, he, t- he said LeBron is a drama magnet because of the trading for Anthony Davis and everything. There is Last too much I drama checked, with Draymond it's Green. Like, it's the SpongeBob meme, Jimmy. He's staring at the, he's staring at the thing, walking, talking, be like, who, 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 who did this? Who did this? And there's a water poster with his face on it behind him. That's exactly what it is. And, and like I said, we're, I'm happy to be a non-Nets fan because, fuck, that must suck. And I, you know I love Steve Nash. I thought it was a great hire. He's fucking handled that shit better than anyone. Could you imagine what everything he dealt with for 12 months? He couldn't be happier to be gone. He's like, fuck yeah, get me the fuck out of here. I'm Isn't done with this shit. Paid? Yes. Yeah. He still gets paid until the end of the year. He said, fuck yeah, fuck you guys. I don't want to deal with this shit. I'm going to make TikToks with my daughter. Fuck yeah. you. See you later. Have fun with this. Goodbye. He doesn't need that. Hell no. He'll go back. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. I don't have to coach. Yeah, he's like, fuck this. I don't need you fools. I'll just, I'll just go be assistant coach for the Warriors again and just go get another ring for no reason, and I'll be fine. Fuck you guys. Go knock yourself out with this bullshit. I'm, I'm done. He also, could not be happier to with that. And I, if I was him, I'd be too. Any other team that he goes to is going to be so much easier compared to this. Oh, it's like night and day. It's this a night is, and day. I mean, he's, he's probably so much happier. He's, I think he was getting a little skinny like a little depression depression thin so now he gets to he's going to be fine his mental health is going to be cleared up <clears throat> i don't even jimmy the nets are just i'm that's are we sure months. that Kyrie burned the right sage that's i feel I like he burned the wrong sage and <laughs> he it's really just a did. big fucking curse right now everything i just told you was in the last calendar year i know that's that's fucking crazy i I remember when we were – I remember having the conversation, did Steve Nash earn this job? Like, you you and I had the, com- the the conversation, did he earn this job? You were one of the few people that said, should he have? Maybe. I don't know. But he definitely – like, he knows As basketball. Resume, he knows how to yeah. coach basketball. And just, this was just <laughs> – they brought – the GM – who's the GM in, in Brooklyn? It's Sean Marks and Joe Sy. Sean Marks Joe bought Sy. all rotten ingredients when he was going, going grocery shopping. And oh, then he also man. gave it to a first-time chef. He was like, make something – make chicken salad out of this chicken shit. It's like, I don't know how to do that yet, but it's, I'm going to give it my best. And it's so bad, man. It's my so best bad. was a first-round playoff exit. You're num- one of your best swept starting point way. guards. Yeah, well, one of your starting point guards couldn't play half of your games because he's a fucking idiot and decided <laughs> oh, not to say get... that too. Yeah, no, I was waiting for it, and then it's just he's just too much. Of I a totally headache. forgot about that. He's just too Shit, big of a happens. drama queen. Yeah, he he decided not to get the vaccine that was very clearly not going to hurt him. I, I know I totally spaced on that part with all the shit that went on. Right, that little yeah. nugget where he couldn't play home games. Oh man! I, I wanted to pull That's my hair funny. out. I one don't care about basketball all that much, and two really don't care about the Brooklyn Nets. And I wanted to pull my hair out. It's it's oh, it's so funny. It just really is. It's, I'm just like I said, I'm happy not to be a Nets fan. It's fun. That sucks. That really does. Oh, and uh, the Lakers won a game, so congratulations! You guys are no longer they the only winless team. That's so fine. That's fine. Good for you guys. 
it's it's early on. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You, it's you, early. you want to go 20 and fucking six. I will say it's early because also we're switching over a little bit to hockey now. Uh the Avalanche are in Finland currently, so they're they're acclimatizing. They're they they do not play until Saturday. They're playing a back-to-back Saturday, Friday and Saturday. Um, and then they're coming home. So in the span of two weeks, they'll have played two hockey games and that's it. That's so weird. I hate I hate these trips. I really do. What are the devils doing tweeting out take that L for uh, October? They haven't even played 10 games yet. Have they? Jimmy, they, they, they think that, that they have the greatest goalie of all all time when they have the, one of the most overrated goalies of all time. So you know what? They can have their little win in October. It was a good like it was a good win. I will give them that. You shouldn't be you're tweeting that they're defending Stanley Cup champions over a win in October? A one zero win in October? Hey, you you have to you have to make money somehow, right? Your team the Avalanche also score. went like zero for six on the power play that that night. I think that's the one of the only times I was listening to tell it our other friends tell it as it is. I think that's one of the only times in NHL history that a team has gone zero for six on the power play. It's not happened very often. I'll tell you that, not at all. Yeah, like I said it, that's, it, that was just a bad game. And, it and was. Look, you, you lose by one goal. You lose by one goal. And look, Georgia is after you see that guy. It's it's that that's that's very very apparent the last first couple of weeks, yeah. and the Islanders game where you're up three zero obviously that one fucking sucks too. I feel because like that one was worse. That that one was much worse. It was much much worse. But man, look, I said everyone, what did we say to the beginning of the season? This team is gonna have a hangover. Okay, it has a little bit of a hangover. You just don't want it to seep into January. It's well, fucking look, I mean, November second as we're recording this. November third as you're listening to this. Yeah. As long as it doesn't seep into January first. And that's all that matters. You and then once Landy gets on the ice, once Darren Helm gets back on the ice, once Valerie Nachushkin is not playing every other game and play is playing a full schedule of games, you'll be just fine. Don't you worry. It's right now. Look, think about this. Your stars, quote unquote, right now, your top liners right now will be your depth pieces in fucking four months. That's all you need to think about, okay? So, yeah. like I said, we'll be fine. Everything's fine. I'll be so- it sucks right now. But if you, everyone forgets, the Az were four and five, four or five and one to start last year, too. And obviously, it worked out pretty decent. I feel so much better about this team because I, one, Georgie doesn't look like he needs all that much time to acclimate, and that's great. Uh, that duel that he had with Shesty last week, that was, <sighs> I listened to it on the radio. Just I was coming back home from my class, and that's really the only way that we could actually keep up with Avalanche games is listening on the radio. So, uh, shout out Connor McGahee, but that was a great game overtime against the New York Rangers. If that was the Stanley Cup final series, sign me up. I'm good yep, with I'm it. Uh, the amount of like Kale McCarr, Devon Taves versus Keandre Miller and Adam Fox, I'm here for it. I want seven that's games of it. Absolutely. Please take my money currently. Like, please, right yep, now. Just burn it. Just burn it. Burn, take my money. I'll throw it in it. a furnace. It, I'll do whatever you want to do. Want me to do to go to that game, a game of that series. Um, so that was great. And yeah, you'd like to hold on to a three nothing lead that you have against the New York Islanders, a team that's notoriously known to not be able to score goals. And you give up five unanswered to lose that game. Five, three in regulation. That one, like I said, that, I think that one's the worst of the three or of the two losses that you had on that road trip. But to be, to be fair, like it was the first East coast road trip of the season. And it also leads into your trip to Finland. And now you're going, going even further East. <laughs> yeah. So. It, it's like, yeah. I mean, Ranson and Lecky are happy because they don't have to worry about their how to speak English again. saunas or whatever the fuck they call it over there. And they're enjoying the hell out of life over there. I said, it's, it, they're playing, who are they playing? San Jose? No, no Columbus. 
Columbus, that's right. So I remember too, that was the time that they turned it around. They lost the back-to-back against Columbus last season, and then that was when they went on their tear. And people forget also, the the, the last time that Colorado Avalanche left out of the country, or not out of the country, but out of North America to a a foreign country to, to play a hockey game was Sweden. Back in 2017, 2018, whatever it was, Duchesne was still on the team. And we traded him to the team we played against. And we, we played Nashville. We traded him over there. And then what happened after that? Oh, yeah, everything's been rags to riches. Like I said, you don't need to take into account everything at the beginning of the season. You just need to get wins where you can, get the points where you can, and cut yourself in a good position come January. I think that's a, a good place to leave at NBA and NHL right now. I'm I'm playing the hell out of NHL 23. That's been like my safe haven coming home from school and getting out of practice. Like that's what I, I relax with. Um, so I'm paying attention a little bit more to the NHL. You're not NBA playing any call of duty, call of duty with Kyle Murray. Uh, no, I can't get it. I I'm not a good enough player for him. I'd hold him back to be, to be quite honest with you. I'm not a first first person shooter game. Give me Madden. Give me the NHL. I could, I could keep up with anybody. The question is Jimmy, does not, does football hold him back from call of duty though? Does it work both ways? That's the real question. People are not asking. That's the real Maybe question. That's here. why he's really pissy. Like he's been pissy the last couple of weeks. He's, He's like, you guys won't let me play enough Call of Duty. I'm, I'm sucking. I'm getting kicked out of my, my streams, man. I can't do this. I can't keep doing this. Uh, to be fair to them, though, the Vikings are something different. Oh, I don't know what it, what it is. Like, is it Kevin O'Connell? Is it Dalvin Cook now? Is it Jay Jet? I don't know. I, I think it's just they're a good team. They're just a really good team. A very, very good ball club. Very good ball club. I, if you don't mind, I want to start. I want to let's let's start with, with with the most recent news, huh? Let's start with this trade deadline. Yeah. The one because it was the the most amount of trades on an NFL trade deadline in NFL history. And man, there and the was Packers some, still don't have a receiver. <laughs> how funny is that, right? <laughs> the 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 Vikings get T.J. Hawkinson. The Lions yeah. get more draft picks so they can tank more. The, 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 the Bears go get a wide receiver, Claypool. And the Packers just sat there on their ass and said, you know what, I think we're good. I think we're okay. I think we're fine. I think we're right. <laughs> I, I was surprised. Were you surprised that the – so let's stick with your team because your team was kind of the more active one. Uh, lose Bradley Chubb. Everybody kind of – everybody kind of thought – knew that was coming. As, when you signed, you have – three young pass rushers I think that are still on their first year contracts. And then you sign Randy Gregory to all that money. There was no, there's no room left. I mean, and and look, I, I agree. I'm happy with what we got back. Cause we have a first round pick next year. It's a 49ers pick though. And it'll probably be the end of the first round, but it's a first round pick. So, so, and more than likely that pick should be turned into an offensive line. And, and there may be some – and I've heard there's actually – it could be a pretty deep offensive line draft next year. Obviously, it's way too early to do draft predictions right now, but there could be a deep offensive line draft. So that's good. That's good for you, right? But where it hurts me is that the guy's 26 years old. And, Jimmy, th- this league is two things. It's a quarterback-driven league, and it's a guy, the guys who can get to the quarterback-driven league. If you don't, and that's why, if you don't have one of those guys on each side of the ball, then you're not going to be anything. You're really not. You're not going to be anything. And you're, you're relying on Randy Gregory, who has as bad of an injury history as Bradley Chubb. You're relying on Brandon Brownie and Nick Bedino, two guys who are very young, which have played well. Don't get me wrong. Played well. 
But Bradley Chubb is an all-pro guy that, that, that went to a couple of Pro Bowls and been that guy this year in his prime. And as far as I'm concerned, the Dolphins are the fucking geniuses of this league. I know you hate saying it, but I don't know if you saw what, what they got back in the Trey Lance package. I don't know if you saw that. The, the three picks that the 49ers traded to the, to the Dolphins for the trade-ups to get Trey Lance, they turned into Jalen Waddle. They traded the second first-round pick for Tyreek Hill. And the third first-round pick, they traded into Bradley Chubb. Think about that. That is, that, is, that is one of the biggest turnaround rebuilds you love to see at things in the world. They, they did it the right way. And this Dolphins team, say what you want about Tua. What, how good was Tua? Why, why was Tua a Heisman winner, Jimmy? It was the receiver around him. He's the yeah. talent he had around him. And guess what he has right now? A lot of it's the same receivers. Him. It's the same a, receivers. A lot of talent around him. So if he had so Devontae like, Smith, that would be the exact same cast. Exactly. Like it's 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 like I said, Dolphins are doing things perfectly down there. As far as my team, look, you can't tank. <laughs> you have to win every game. You have to try. <laughs> you, have, you can't you have to lose. sabotage Kyle Shanahan so that the 49ers <laughs> give you a top 10 pick. This is like, like there's there's no point in losing. That's what that's why I've been telling myself this whole time. There's no point in losing. You have to try every game. I, I, you have to hope that your team can win every game because your first round pick is going to be a top five pick unless unless it gets worse. Like like look, that's why. My, I, I, my last I, question for your team though: Do you think Russell Wilson's feelings were hurt about the, the shit he was taking on the plane, and that's why he flew private away from the team? I, I look. I, all I know is I'm pretty sure the team was like, you get your own fucking plane. So I'm not doing getting tiny shit on my fucking right home. I'm I am so, trying to sleep. Thank I'm, you. Pretty, I'm pretty sure it was a team decision, Jimmy. <laughs> I don't think it was a him decision. Country. That's right. I'm pretty sure it was a him decision, the team decision. But yeah, hey, Russ, I, sit down or I'm going to throw you out of the plane. Sit your fucking ass down. And look, at least this team won. Because because it's the same exact feeling as I would have had if they would have lost because you probably probably would have shipped Judy off too for less. Probably would have shipped Chubb off for less. You winning on, on Sunday morning, probably up the ante for a Bradley Chubb trade. The, 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 the Dolphins probably gave up more because they know you're not selling. They weren't sure if you were selling or not. Well, you were selling, but you know what? You, gave, you, got, more, you got a first and a, and a fourth. And you know what? Maybe it'll turn into someone half as good as him. Who knows? But yeah, no, it fucking sucks. Brad, look, I tweeted out the past the, the deadliest pass rushing duo that ever was. Von Miller and Bradley Chubb didn't play more than five games together. That, those two guys, if they had a competent quarterback, could have been something. This defense could have been something. It really could have. And here we are, and I'm fucking doing high knees on a damn plane. That's that's where I'm at. So it's a bummer. What there's, but there's there's no point in fucking losing games. So there's no point. Just fucking try to win every game. No point. They, the Broncos were big sellers at the trade deadline, not quite as big as people were expecting. Uh, the Chiefs bought a little bit more than I thought they were going to. I didn't know that they needed Kadarius Tony, but now that they have Kadarius Tony, I feel like that's not fair. <laughs> it really isn't. I mean, look, look what, what a fucking steal, right? The, the, the Giants, who are what only have the two Giants? losses on the season. Yeah. What only two they? losses on the season are, are selling their best receiver. They just sold yeah. their best receiver. Said, "Fuck it, well, you know, we don't need you." <laughs> I guess. Fuck it. Well, we don't need you. they they have the worst cap situation in all of the NFL. Have you realized? Like, they haven't been able to fill out the entire traveling roster most weeks because they don't have the money to have that many people on the active roster. That's what I've been hearing. That's, that's it's bad. like 
crazy how bad they've gotten their cap situation. So maybe it was it was a cap casualty and, and Kansas City took advantage, but like that is a weapon Andy Reid is gonna love playing with. That's another they haven't really had to take the top off the defense guy the last since, Ty, since Tyreek left. Yeah, since Tyreek left and Kadarius Tony, you can just he's pretty much he's not as thick, but like the same kind of speed. Um it was, I mean it was it's not bad. It's it's pretty damn no, good. I, I, it's pretty good. Like I said, Chiefs Chiefs had a bye week, and based upon everything else that's happened in this division this past week, they are they couldn't be happier. No, they're Bradley Chubb's gone. The yeah. Raiders get don't score a damn points, yeah. and the Chargers get more injured on their bye week. <laughs> so it's the Chiefs' stock just keeps rising, doing nothing. They have they don't biggest like group project don't have to do nothing going to be in contention for like a three or four seed in the AFC. So they're riding high. Uh, and then the 49ers, they trade away Jeff Wilson Jr. Running back. They trade him to Miami. I don't know why Miami needed another running back, but they get, they got one. But they get Christian McCaffrey back in return. And now we've seen what Kyle Shanahan could do when he has a week to prepare with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, we played against Christian McCaffrey this week. Yeah, yeah I, I, the dude threw a threw a touchdown, ran a touchdown, and also caught a touchdown. Ask me who the uh, backup running back was for the team that we played. I, I don't know. I, Tony uh, Pollard. Oh God. Oh yeah. yeah oh, know. it was so bad. That's it not was, a good week. I look. Look. First of all, if you if you're buying stock on this 49ers team, do it this now. Could not be a better time. I really couldn't. If you if, and you look at this NFC, there's. Two teams right now that I, I that I, that I think are better than them, and that's that's pushing it. I think yeah. the Eagles, and maybe the Vikings. I mean, Vikings, 49ers, I put probably on the same page because the 49ers have a better defense. But man, this. But yeah, the Cowboys have a hell of a defense too. But man, this offense, man, I oh, it's, it makes a grown man's just fucking cry. Like watching what every look, Debo didn't even play last week. They 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 didn't even unleash everything. They, they have a bye week this week, and it's another week for Christian McCaffrey to get integrated in this offense. On the field at one time, they can have George Kittle, Kyle Juszczyk, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk. Name, name a better team from, from, from running back to, to receiver position in, in football. You can't depth-wise, all the way across. There's not a better there's not a better running back, wide receiver, tight end duo in football right now. I I am I am blown away what this team is can, can do offensively. And like I said, there's only there's one person that can hold this team back, and there's and there's one person that can also hold the other team back. That's a very similar position in Minnesota, and it's the most it's one of the most important positions on the field, and that's the quarterback. Because no one is doubting the offensive line of this of this 49ers team. They're fucking dogs when Trent Williams is playing. The, four, the yeah. Vikings a little bit different story, but you all know what the Eagles can do running the football. They give Jalen Hurts the more, most time any, the, 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 he's ever seen in his life in the pocket. And man, I uh, this team was one win away from Super Bowl last year, Jimmy. One win away. This is the same exact team with fucking Chris McCaffrey on it. <laughs> I, 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 it is hard to think that this team can't make a run again. It really is. Well, I mean the. The NFC is so bad this year. It's, it's so bad. And really, this – I mean, I would say this 49ers team's defense, the defense is not quite as good as it has been. Well, it's yeah. been shown – it's been shown to have a little bit of flaws. So, 
maybe that's where you can say they have a weakness compared to what they were last year. But I mean, I agree with you. NFC championship. There's nothing to sneeze at. <clears throat> it's really going to come down to who's hot at the right time. Are they going to be able to come out of the bye week in, in the same kind of flight? That's a great performance to have going into the bye week. Now, the only bad thing is, is are we breaking up our own momentum? Is it good to get the extra rest? I, I don't know. I don't know where you kind of land on that one. 49ers getting a win helped you out in the pick them. Uh, but also they don't have a clear shot. I wouldn't say that they're right now going to win their, their own division because they have a team that nobody expected to be with them. Very similar to, I, I think, Philadelphia. Like <clears throat> nobody thought the Cowboys were going to keep be keeping pace with the Eagles. Nobody thought that the Seahawks were going to be setting the pace for the, for, for the 49ers. I think those are two things that nobody expected. No, 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 not a soul expected. And man, like I said, this, this, that division couldn't be more wide open because, because could you see the, the Rams have fallen off the Rams? It seems as though that, that, that their hangover has just seeped into the season and there's no going back. Cooper Cup was banged up in, with, with an ankle injury. looks like he's fine, which is good for my fantasy team. But the, the, like I said, they, they don't look the same. People have figured them out because Matthew Stafford doesn't throw Allen Robinson the football. He only throws it to number 10, and everybody else has figured that out eventually. So a little more difficult than that. And Jalen Ramsey, as far as I'm concerned, a, dude, dude, a dude's been burnt toast a couple of times this week or this year. He, he, he's, been, he's been exposed. Obviously, Eli I'll Apple eat my and Jalen Ramsey are the same. I'll eat my words eventually, but the dude has been cooked a couple times this year and for a couple of games. So the Rams team's fallen off. And then you have the Cardinals team that just got the hot back. You can't deny that. Look, Kyle Murray, we can make as many Call of Duty jokes as we want to, but DeAndre Hopkins is still him. He's still him. And as, as long as D-Hop is on the field, the Cardinals offense has ability to do something. So that's, that's, that's where you see the Cardinals. And the 49ers just got so much better. And who the fuck knows what the Seahawks are. Right, it's it's that that's what this division is. It is, it is the they call it the NFC best for a reason because every every single one of these teams can fucking eat with the best of them. Yeah, I think that they're in a good spot. Um, last games, you you mentioned the Raiders. They did get shut out. Like that's that's the baddest situation. You want to know how many games outside of the six and zero start that Josh McDaniels had for the Broncos initially? And by the way, that was a cheat. You guys were cheating. You guys were filming the other team's practices while you were on that 16 winning streak. I'm still blaming on the Patriots. Do you know how many games he has won outside of those initial six? I want to say three or four. Six. six. He's had a grand total of 12 wins as a head coach. It's, it's funny. Think about this, Jimmy. If the, if the Raiders were on national television as much as the Broncos right now, they would be the laughing stock of the league, and I will die on that hill. Fucking fight me. Because this team that added Chandler Jones – that added Devontae Adams, that, 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 that added a running back, get back into his form, and Josh Jacobs got immensely worse. Mm-hmm. Immensely. And look, you can say what you want about the Broncos. Yes, this team is fucking shitty, and, and, and they're in a bad spot right now. But how would you like to be the Raiders? Because this team has, has what I thought. I've, been, I've said it since they hired him. It was the worst hire of the offseason. And, and, and right now, it's the second worst hire behind Hackett. <laughs> it's, it's right up there, 1A and 1B right there. So I, 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 am, I am just blown away with this Raiders team. And the funny thing is, they're one of their wins against my team. Yeah. It's, it's not funny. But you, get, you, you don't score a point with, with Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, and, and, and Josh Jacobs on the team. On the team. I don't care. Out to Renfro. Out to Renfro. I mean, you can go down the fucking list of dudes. 
Not a point, Jimmy. I, I don't know how a team doesn't get a fucking point. You're telling me you kick it to the 40-yard line and kick a fucking field goal? <laughs> not uh, once. You're, not you're talking once. to the wrong guy because you remember my team didn't score a point until the fourth quarter, and they have Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and Joe Mixon. So, I, I'm, I, I'm aware. We'll get to that here. And Joe Burrow. I, I'm and aware Joe Burrow. of that, too. I'm uh, aware of that, too. But I'm just, I'm just blown away. You're hurting this Braves me. team is that bad. This Braves team is that bad. And, and it makes me feel better because the Broncos – may actually have a chance to beat them in two weeks or three weeks, whatever it is. So yeah, fuck these guys. I it's, it's funny. That's, that's the one bright spot I have every Sunday. My team is going to disappoint me, but I'll check the box score and the Raiders are losing to some nobody. <laughs> so I'm losing to Andy Dalton. <laughs> so I'll be all, I, I could not be happier. I feel like all, I'm catching so much shrapnel right now. I'm catching the shrapnel from the, the comparison of the games. I'm catching shrapnel with the Andy Dalton. Um, yeah, no, the, I will say the, when the Browns get Deshaun Watson back, they're, they have set that team up. I hate it. I very, hate it very, because very good. I, he doesn't – they don't deserve any any success, but he makes them so much better. Like, Amari yeah. Cooper had 131 re- receiving yards on five receptions last, on Sunday. Jimmy, Amari Cooper was worth a fifth-round pick, by the way. Well, that, I mean, that's the Cowboys. Jerry doesn't know how to balance a checkbook. So that's why. Chase Claypool went for a fucking second. So, yeah. so that's all Chase you need Claypool was a second-round pick, too. I know, I like but that's, Mark Cooper that's was worse on the Bears. Round. I feel like that's more of a tell on the, how bad the Bears are at this whole free agency and trade deadline shit because the fact that they thought they had to give up a second-round pick for Chase Claypool – I don't think that many teams are beating the door down in Pittsburgh. Like, yes, give us chase. But, give but us the chase. Bears also have draft picks. So, and they, they've made That's moves. They, they got Roquan Smith. They got rid of Roquan Smith, got the trade back. They got rid of uh, uh, Robert Quinn. So they basically traded uh, a second, they, one of the second round picks that got back. I think it was from the uh, Robert Quinn trade. They spent on Claypool. So, you know what? I guess that's not a bad, bad trade off. No, and, and the Ravens getting Roquan Smith. It's now Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen as the two linebackers. Patrick plus Queen Kyle a little bit overrated start the year, but Roquan Smith is a hell of a linebacker. So those were the, the two best that year that they were playing in the SEC. Those were the two best linebackers in the SEC that season because that was 2019 when Georgia was, you know, Georgia was Georgia, and Patrick Queen was on that LSU team with Joe Burrow. Um, I'm nervous. I'm. I'm it ain't it ain't fun. No, it's, it's not, it's not much not different than it, it was. It's not that much different than it was last season. I said even going into that Bronco game, people. I was I told the story on the show. People were like, "Oh, are you guys going to win out now and and go to the playoffs?" I was like, "Fuck no, hell no. There's no way. What are you talking about? It's the Bengals, right? We're talking about the Bengals, yes? Cincinnati, CIN, yeah. No, they're not doing that. And right now, I that's where I'm sitting with this team." When they don't have Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase's body literally can't stand up to how explosive he is. His hips are falling apart. It's not a good situation. This This team is not very good. And and it's it's kind of funny. The game plan that the Browns had was they let Joe Mixon beat them. And Joe Mixon at this point in his career doesn't seem like he can. You can't hold that offense. That offensive line isn't good enough to try and run the ball the way they were trying. By the way, they don't run the ball. They had 10 carries total as a team. There's your other problem right there. When your number one receiver's out, what's the fucking one thing you do? It's not like Joe Mixon was hurt. The one thing yeah. you do, yes, look, yes, you have Tiggins, yes, you have Tyler Boyd. But right now, at the beginning, at the beginning of last year, Jimmy, there was one offensive player you could trust nine times out of ten out of his weapons. It's Joe Mixon. And, and, and when in doubt, you give the guy the ball. 
And who would you put the blame on that for? Who would you put the blame on? So give the credit to the Browns game plan. Yes, absolutely. Put the blame on the Bengals game plan. Guess what? Kevin Zukofanski won again. Zach Taylor is 0-3 against the AFC North, and he's been beaten by Jacoby Brissett. He's been beaten by uh, – we don't have to throw Lamar into, into that. But on this season, the three backup quarterbacks that they've lost to, Jacoby Brissett, uh, the guy for the I'm already Cooper Rush and Mitchell Trubisky. Oh no no, no. there's one more, Jim. First of all, there's one more. Isn't there? I'm, oh, I'm no, missing. Yeah yeah, we beat the Jets. We did beat the Jets. But those are the three quarterbacks right now that we have taken L's to, and those are all three losses attributed to Zach Taylor and this coaching staff. I I, I would say maybe outside of Anarumo and. It was busted. Yet yeah, it was busted on Monday night. They, this defense hadn't given given up a touchdown in the second half. They gave up three right off the bat, right away. Like in the second half, right away. Uh, oh, so did, I just deserves so much better. He could be a starter in this league on some teams. He really yeah, could. but then he also makes really bad decisions at the end of games, and you're just like, oh yeah, that's why you don't have a big contract. Exactly. That's that's what's going. And, on and the scary thing is, Jimmy. The Browns team, what did we say? What did we say before the season started? The Browns are 500 come League 12. Look out. They're going to kick the shit out of the Texans that weekend. I'm just Look saying out. that. Look out. I'm saying that right now. They're good. They're three and five. Three and five. So they, they, they sit at 500 come League 12. Look out. Awesome. They're going to beat the Nick Texans. Chubb is still the best, one of the best running backs in football. Everyone's realizing that again. <laughs> still yeah. an absolute, absolutely terrible person to put on your fantasy football lineup, but the dude can still play like with the best of them. So, <clears throat> all right, let's. Uh, anything else that you want to touch on before we get into uh, this week's pick'em? Week I, I will. I will say I woke up at seven or eight thirty and watched the second half of the Broncos game in London. I will say that this that that this defense still looks really good. Yes, you lose Bradley Chubb, but it's nice to score twenty points. It's nice. It's it's crazy. It's crazy what happens. Only right? the second time this season. It's crazy what happens, Jim. You're two. You're two and zero. You score nine. You're one and one. But it's crazy how much a better of a chance you have when you score twenty points. It's crazy. It's really crazy. It's kind of nuts. Crazy what happens when your quarterback takes the first open throw too. That's what he hasn't been doing. He's been trying to hold the ball and wait and. These guys have been open, and he hit the open receivers on Sunday. Look what happened? Quite crazy. Obviously, the high knees works. I guess. I mean, the high <laughs> knees could work. Uh, high knees worked. Uh, <clears throat> let's get into week nine of the NFL pickup. So your team is on a bye. Uh, I, I say we just pick five games. I don't think that we need to, to throw in an extra game. We'll yeah. take the bye week as well. So we're picking five on uh, for this weekend. Um, no primetime games either. So we have all three primetime games in play. We'll do the Bengals game. And uh, we'll, we'll have to do one more. So let's see here. Uh, no, well, let's, let's do Washington, Minnesota. Washington, two in a row. One, two in a row. Taylor Heineke versus Kirk Cousins. I can get behind it. Okay. Starting, though. Do you really want to pick Tampa and Los Angeles Rams? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not picking Tampa and Los Angeles. And the fact that I have to pick the Bengals and Panthers ugh, makes me <laughs> sick. But... <laughs> All right, let's uh, go ahead and uh, we'll start with Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. That is the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles going to Houston to play the Texans. Uh, Eagles, like I said, undefeated, had a big win last weekend. 
So they're looking to repeat things. What do you think is going to happen uh, come Thursday night? The Eagles, Does, the Eagles game right now, I'm pretty sure it was like a minus 12 and a half, 13 and a half spread last time I checked. Do I really want to uh, do it right, again? Do I want right to do it again? Now, <laughs> do I want to do it 13 again? 13 and a half. 13 and a half. I don't know. I wouldn't do it again if I I'm not doing it again. That would have given you an extra that. game. We wouldn't be tied right I now. if you so cocky. It's going to bite yeah. me in the ass at the end of the year. Watch. It really is. Give me the Eagles. Absolutely the Eagles. The Eagles. I, it's, I look, it, it's about the World Series, and I want the Phillies to win, and I want the Eagles to win. So go Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Good for them. I'm picking the Eagles because I think there's no way in hell that Mills Mafia somehow – he's not going to be the one to end this undefeated run. I don't think that they're going to finish the season undefeated, but it's not going to be in Houston where they, the Eagles choke up here. And I'm hoping for a good performance from Jalen Hurts because, you know, our fantasy team kind of depends on it. Um, so those are my reasons behind picking the Eagles. Uh, Panthers, Bengals, next game up here, 11 a.m. on Fox. So I know what I'm doing early on Sunday morning. Um, should be kind of a cakewalk, but however, now that the Panthers have fired the dumbass that was Matt Rule, and we all They're know still the in dumbass contention that for the division. <laughs> they are, they are still in contention for the division. PJ Walker is two and two and oh, two and oh as a starter. No, one, one. one and one, yes, one and one as a starter. But you know, Steve Wilkes is. He's got this team playing well. I will say that. So it's, I'm picking the Bengals because, once again, I think that they're just more talented. They should be able to win this game. Um, I would feel a lot better about it if it was Matt Rule versus Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor just makes me so nervous about all of these games. Um, I, I, I would, too. I'm going the Bengals here because I'm not an idiot. And I guess I'm doing lockstep with you, but I'm not dumb here. And, look, good for the Panthers. DJ Moore, I, I, look, he's smart. He, it's a big brain move, Jimmy. You, you get the game-winning touchdown on a Hail Mary to, to, to show how good of a receiver you are. But then you throw the helmet off so that you lose in overtime, so you're still in position to get C.J. Stroud next year. <laughs> big brain move. Big brain move right there by, by, by D.J. Moore to get himself a, a C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young in the draft. So good for him. The, the Panthers are still tanking. They need a quarterback badly, and they want one of those top two dudes. So give me give me the Bengals. And what's well, I wonder what that spread. I, I bet that spread pretty ugly. Seven for the Bengals right now. Seven. Seven that, at that's, home. That's 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 that, that can be interesting. I'll be honest with you. I can yeah. see a backdoor cover. Panthers backdoor cover a lot. They're a very good I, backdoor yeah. covering team. I'm very much expecting it to be an overtime game. I think that the Bengals are going to have all of the trouble with this team for no reason. They're they're just going to have all of the trouble. Um, next game up on our list, we have the Vikings and the Commanders. The Vikes versus the Commies. What do you what are we thinking here? Another XFL quarterback going up against. The most generic quarterback, the dollar you know, store quarterback. I want to lead Washington. I really do, because I because look, they get they get uh, Chase Young back this week, but I'm not an idiot. And 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 the Vikings did the fucking heist of the century. They said, "Hey, Detroit, we want your best player, and you're gonna have to face him twice a year. <laughs> give us, give us your best player. <laughs> we want him. He's gonna be on our team. Like we're gonna we're, we're gonna take that guy. It makes no and, sense." And, and the Vikings look good for them. Six and one, playing absolute fucking balls to the wall here. It's it's good for Minnesota right now. Like I said, Kevin O'Connell's done a hell of a job. And and let's be honest here, Jimmy. Was O'Connell the reason why the Rams were offense were the way they were? Could be. People could say that. 
And I'm saying it. People say yeah. that. And I'm one of them. People so, have so, been talking. Nico's one of those people. people and I think that I think people those people are onto something. They're onto something. They're up to something season. So I'm go, I'm gonna go Vikings here because I like what this Vikings team is doing. I also don't think that this, I mean, I we've been kind of saying that this Packers team are gonna is gonna come back and win this division until they start proving it. This is the Vikings division to lose. I the Packers the right now are, are two games out of the division. They two are, yeah. Out. They are they lost in a row. right <laughs> now. The Bears have a better chance of, of coming back and stealing the a- a- NFC North from Vikings. Yeah, but I don't think it's gonna that this that this division is such shit that the Packers have, can lose three in a row and still be in contention for playoffs. They're so lucky. They're yeah. not gonna win the division, but they're so they could still sneak in the playoffs even after losing three in a row. Like I don't know how, but they could. I can't pick against. I I want to, but. It, Taylor Heineke not at not in Washington. I just don't think that it's possible. Did you, just, did you see what he does after every win? Uh, does yeah, he gets shoes, he buys Jordans, because yep. every single win he gets, he gets a five hundred thousand dollar winning signing bonus or whatever. So or whatever, I don't know, it's five hundred thousand, but he gets like fifty thousand, maybe something like that. He gets a lot of money. He spends it on Jordan and the, and the color of the team he beats. I love it. Oh, I, I think it's sweet. Taylor Heineke deserves his own little Kurt Warner story. Like I really just, the guy really just like just been sh- shit to the can his whole career, and he's been trying to be replaced about ten different times, and he's still the most consistent Washington quarterback they've had in five years, six years. I think he's going to be the best quarterback that the St. Louis BattleHawks ever had. That's, <laughs> that's kind of his destiny. BattleHawks are back too. To the BattleHawks are going to be back. Yeah, I just. He's not proven to be a consistent NFL starter. He's got like three games. He can win you three games, but after those three games, it's those all three games are a fun ride. Those three games ride. are a good time. It is. It is a ride, but it's not a ride that I'm willing to get on now. So we're still in lockstep: Philly, Cincinnati, Minnesota. So far, uh, Sunday night football: Tennessee, the Titans, starting zero and two, now five and two, five game winning streak, going to Kansas City, and they're giving up twelve and a half points to the Chiefs at home, coming off of a bye. Jimmy, no, 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 they, they played last week, which which was basically – oh, no, the Chiefs came out. The yeah, Chiefs coming off of a bye. Yeah. But, but in reality, the, 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 the Titans did too. The, the Malik Willis <laughs> threw 10 passes last week. And they still won by seven points. They still covered against the Texans. I, and Malik Willis threw for 55 yards and went, one, and went three for 10. And the Titans still won basically pretty easily. How funny is that? Look, like I said, we've been saying Vrabel is one of the best coaches in football. He really is. He always gets the boys playing. It doesn't matter who he has playing. You always have a belief this team has a chance. Like, there's a real there, there's a real conversation we had of them having a chance this weekend. There really is. And, and fuck it, I'll do it. Give, give, me the, give, me the, give me the Titans. Fuck it, I'll fuck around. It was either going to be you or me, so I'll, I'll, I'll let I'll, you take I'll fuck around because I don't want to pick the Chiefs. I, because I'm that guy. So, look, you know I'm a Titans homer, and when it comes to the playoffs, I'll probably be rooting on the Titans because I like the boys, obviously. I'm a fucking boy. So so, so that, that's who I'll ride with them. And and you know what? Give me, give me Tennessee. Fuck it. I'm going to take Kansas City because you, you gave me the out. Tough. You always play tough, too. Yeah. I don't think that – I would say that 12 and, plus 12 and a half for Tennessee is – I like it. How much they run the ball to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> let me let me let me frank here. Malik Wilson is playing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say switch my pick because I'll I'll stick to my guns. But there's zero chance the Titans going to Malik Willis. Is all I'll say. No, and also Andy Reid coming off of bye week is actually very, very difficult very to overcome. 
Uh, I think he's still the best offensive play caller that we have in the NFL. And all of you McVay and Shanahan nerds can fight me, but I think it's Andy Reid. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. And plus, Tony gets gets gets. We can see what we see out of him this week. Could be could be fun. Uh, last game, it's a fun it's a fun primetime game. It's good. It should be the best Monday Night Football game that we've seen in the last three weeks. Sunday Night Football game, yes. Sunday Night Football game that we've seen in the last three weeks. Uh, Monday Night Football. Last game of this week, the Saints hosting the Ravens. Um, it is so funny to see. You know who the league, the leaders for the Ravens are passing and rushing? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, the quarterback, has 1,635 yards passing. Lamar Jackson, excuse me, Lamar Jackson, the running back, has 1,653 yards passing and 553 yards rushing. Talk about another team that sat on their ass. Why didn't they go get Judy? Why didn't they yeah. go get Darnell? Or, or, or they don't need uh, another receiver. They need an extra linebacker. They got Roquan Smith. That's true. Uh, you're right. I, they they, they did playing. need a receiver. I'm not. I'm being facetious when I say I, that. I, I know. They should have gotten a receiver, but they, they get a receiver. They could have walked away with this division based upon what everyone else has done. It, it, it would have been come down to: Are the Bengals going to be the Bengals, and are the Browns going to fuck up somehow? Or and the Ravens just be consistent throughout because the Steelers are already fucking done. We can write them off. Uh, um, but but it's it's a it's a three man race, and right now the leader in the locker room just got better defensively. Why don't you try to just go swing at swing at the fences and get a receiver? I wish they could have because right now look they're still throwing to fucking Devin Duvernay and fucking uh, uh, Rashad Bateman. They don't even throw it to Devin Duvernay. They just give it to him on a jet sweep, and that's it. Uh, at least they have Mark Andrews, I guess. That makes it a little better. But I, are you picking your team here? Team uh, I'm picking. Made? No, I, I have. I mean, I'm going to, and I'm going to give the stat to back it up. The teams that go five and three make the playoffs about seventy eight percent of the time. Teams that go four and four make them about thirty percent of the time. That was the stat that I heard listening to the Bengals game Monday night. Uh, for that reason, since the Ravens were able to get up to five and three, and they have the best running back in the division, I'll, I'll pick the Ravens. That's fine. But, oh, yeah, the best running back, back, the best running back in the division, Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay, I'll still say Nick Chubb's better than that, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll when you, you add that. in the passing stats, the guy's got over two thousand yards already, Nico, and I seventeen know. touchdowns. I know. All, all. Christian McCaffrey got all this praise for being I a running back who could throw a touchdown. I, I, I say we I, give Lamar Jackson the same praise. He's a good running back. We only picked four games. Also, we're going to pick one more here. But I'm. I'll, look, I'll go. Baltimore. No, this is the fifth game. Well, Philly, Philly, Cincinnati, Philly, Cincinnati, Kansas Minnesota, City. Tennessee. Oh, that and then this will be five. That's right. That's right. I right, look. I'm going to go Baltimore here too. I'm not, yeah, I'm it's Baltimore. It's Baltimore. And so I'm really relying on the Titans to give me one up. <laughs> Tighten up, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bulla went back to the losing category. Does Bulla have a lock for this week? Cincinnati oh. got upset against UCF last weekend. They did. Hey. So so I don't know if you guys have been following on our Twitter, but we've been doing a 27 days of football Christmas because 27 straight days of football with the match starting this week. And 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 I, right now we have, we have back to back action wins, Jimmy. I'm four for four betting action games. I've I've bet the I've bet the underdogs four times in a row to cover. And guess what? Both teams are covering. Western Michigan covered, and Central Michigan right now is being Northern Illinois. So you know what? Maybe maybe Bula needs to pick some action next week. But no, you know what? He he he's been picking some good lines though. He, there's he, there's a couple doozies out there. 
There's some really, really doozies ones. Could he go Tennessee covering the plus seven against Georgia? Yes, plus seven. You heard that right. How wacky is that? Number one team in the country. Oh, now it's up to eight and a half. Plus eight and a half against Ohio State. He was considering that one. He was considering the Ducks against Colorado, 31 and a half, because the Ducks are have been on a roll. I would hammer that at 50. Yeah, I would. I was, yeah, that wouldn't be easy. And, but you know what? You know where he's going this week? Just like I said at the beginning of the show, he feels the same way. You know what's starting this week, Jimmy? College basketball. And you know what school is not as is, is, is fully in college basketball mode? The University of Kansas. He's taking Oklahoma State minus the two and a half versus Kansas. Two and a half is a nice line to, 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 to versus Kansas. Look, Kansas, you had a fun run at the end of the year. But we all know it's college basketball season for you guys. It was, it was nice. You had a good run. It was cute. Then you played TCU. Then you played uh, Oklahoma. And then – we realize, yep, we're still a basketball school. They are getting their guy back, their quarterback back. But Boo has been telling me, he, you know, he, he, he hung out with his boy uh, uh, Makachev all week. He's like, you know what? I'm, I'm better than the liver god. I'm better than the liver god. And, 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 and the liver god has been, has been riding the fuck out of the Jayhawks. So he hates the liver god. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look up Boo and the liver god. I know I, I, I go down some dark holes on Twitter. It's weird, but I am one of those people. No idea and, what and, you're talking and, about. And, and Bula is picking Oklahoma State. He's wearing the cowboy hat, and he's taking them two and a half versus Kansas. Thank you, Bula. Go, folks. Uh, I'm excited for college wrestling season to start so I can actually start paying attention to Oklahoma State again. Um, two and a half against Kansas, I could see that maybe. That's pretty. That's a pretty good line. I, either Kansas is going to win or they get blown out. Oklahoma so. State also uh, uh, lost and didn't score a point last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had them covering, and they didn't fucking put up. They lost twenty four. So yeah, you know what, it wasn't Bula, great. Maybe Bula needs to stop betting college football. But you know what? Maybe this is the last week he does it. We'll see. Um, he he was on a heater up until last weekend. So he had hit Tennessee, and then he also hit Penn State. But yeah, since he screwed him, and Oklahoma State might screw him again. Um, anything else before we wrap things up and and send the people on their way for the rest of the week, Nick? Anything else? We're, like I said, we're, we're, we're turning the corner here. We're, the World Cup is this month, Jimmy. It's November. Oh, boy. November. We both got the stashes rolling. I, like I said, life, it's getting a little chilly outside. Life is good over here, man. Like I said, we are, I have four different sports to bet on every night. You know how much fun that is? As my degenerate gambler as I am, it's a lot of fun doing that. But, yeah, no, like I said, there's a lot, 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 of, lot of things coming around. Um College basketball season starting, basketball in full swing. Like I said, we'll 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 start covering more college football. I know I know we we're only about a month away from the third annual pick'em show. I know we we've been lacking a little bit, but now with the season kicking up, don't you worry, we'll pay more attention to that and we'll get that more rolling for you all. Because man, like I said if we if we keep having weeks like we have been between our two teams. And make it maybe a college football centric show. Yeah. Uh so, since we are going to wrap things up here, this has been episode 115 of the Far Under the Bench podcast. Be sure to follow at FEOTB Pod, all social medias, wherever you're listening to podcasts right now. Be sure to follow, five star rating, and leave a review. Also, follow the Variety Sports Network wherever you're listening to us, and also on social media at Variety underscore sports underscore. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to try and get back more on a, a consistent basis. We might be changing up the schedule a little bit. We set the schedule back before I was a teacher slash coach. 
uh, extraordinaire. So now that I, I have a little bit different uh, of a schedule, we might be moving things around. We'll keep you updated. Be sure to follow at FEOTV pod for all of the updates and everything like that. Um, I think that's everything for myself, Jimmy Pilato, my co-host, Nico Bryant. Thank you guys for listening to episode 115. We'll see you guys next week. If you don't stay down and you never quit, come on over here and sit on the far end of the bench.